0: and Rick talk guitars unplugged today we're going to talk about uh acoustic guitar and how wow uh, yeah um because mostly i i think chris and i get in the electric phase where we're playing electric guitars all the time even unplugged i do that all the time just knocking around the house pick up an electric i don't plug it in but i plunk around on it and i just i just have i have my comfort zone right where i just play all my trite bullshit that i've played for years and and then I pick up the acoustic, and, and then there's I, a whole new world of yep. trite
1: bullshit oh. <laughs> waiting for you.
0: Yeah, my, yeah, my acoustic trite bullshit that I, I play. But Chris, you want to speak to like the fact that that kind of cool dynamic of like playing an electric a bunch of times and then picking up an acoustic, and it's different.
1: No, it's totally different. It's a great way to to switch things up if you ever feel like you're in a rut. I I've just done that recently, which is why I've kind of like had the idea to talk about it uh-huh. is. I got back from Michigan a trip to Michigan and I hung out with my brother who's a um he, we share a love for like bluegrass music and old timey cool. stuff and he brought some instruments he brought a banjo mandolin and an acoustic nice. guitar and from that trip I came back with acoustic on the brain so for the first time in quite a while I pulled out the, my flat top yeah. and I just spent the last 3 weeks just solely playing that and it just like awakened that whole love for that style of playing, which is, you know, as you say, is completely different than playing the electric guitar. It's a different different world. And not only do I find myself when I'm in that space playing differently, the world around me starts to reveal things I would have missed, like watching a television show Uh and you kind of key in on the acoustic music and just the way that it sounds and the way it's presented in the context of the song. So it's a great headspace to get into. And then to ramble on some more, <laughs> I went, after I got back, I had an electric show with my John Prine I love cover it. band yeah. last night. And I was playing, I played the Telecaster and there were some, you know, songs where I just found some of the stuff that I have been kind of playing on acoustic guitar kind of weaseled its way in there and cool. primarily some flat picking stuff that I was doing where I would have in the past done kind of like a my bastard version of flat picking where it's this weird alternating thing uh-huh. i've been focused more on straight flat picking and i seamlessly integrated a straight flat picking style in a song that would have been my messed up uh alternate picking so that's great that's cool and what am i even talking about i have no idea I don't know. Um, coffee well, too much coffee we'll
0: talk more about kind of how it changes your headspace about playing right because on an electric usually you know you've got a lighter gauge of strings and you bend a lot and and you know you play your playing's different but talk about how it is for you as a player like you know how does it change for you well in specific ways i think
1: i find myself going more for a lot more open chord voicings Uh i mean the capo will come in more often in the acoustic guitar because it just gives you those nice open chord voicings, you know, anywhere up the neck Uh and just, you know, the dynamics that I use are completely different I mean, it's really, you know even a great sounding acoustic can be made to sound pretty horrible if you have like a really heavy hand and you don't you know, key into the dynamics and know your instrument and know how to make it you know, as dynamic as possible. And that's what I love. I, I spent a lot of time playing this guitar on the couch, uh-huh. kind of really quietly. And it's, it's a very dynamic guitar and just playing with the way, you know, it sounds. And that's another thing that you can bring over to the electric guitar, you know, just like some of the, you know, alternate ways that you'll get dynamics out of certain things. So cool. I love Going back and forth between them. Now. Nice. But I also like camping out, like I've been doing for the last three weeks. Yeah. Camping out on that's my one. That's my thing when I have for my allotted guitar time during the day. <sighs> it's going to be on the acoustic guitar.
0: That's cool. Yeah, and I notice the same thing. Like I'll go a long time without even cracking the case of the the acoustic, and then I'll I'll finally go back to it. And um, yeah, it totally changes how I play. You know, because the a the strings are heavier. You know, I'm not going to bend those strings and. Like you said, too, yeah, I use a capo if I'm singing along to stuff or just plunking around. But, um, yeah, that is one of the things I like about it, just the way it changes your headspace about thinking how to play and what to play. And and like I said before, like I do have some trite stuff that I fall back on in terms of licks and things like that. But um, like you were even saying, too, you, fo- you were focusing on your alternate picking yeah. Which which I've struggled with over the years. I just I think we both have kind of just adapted a style that works for us. Right. To when we need to play a little faster, or you know,
1: or even the same speed, but get that. I mean, there's some things you can only get with certain runs and lines that only sound correct if they're alternate picked. Yeah. And even though you know, one of the reasons. I mean, I can alternate pick you know, my weird bastard version of like flat picking Uh pretty damn fast, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't sound quite like that unless you're hitting those alternate, you know, just up, down, up, down, right. You know, run a long run. It it doesn't sound quite right. Uh So, and that's the other thing that I found that's highly frustrating for, I mean, I think you and I have been playing guitar about the same amount of time Uh and, you know, you build a lot of bad habits, but also you seem to think that there's like somehow since you've been playing for so long and you've achieved a certain level of, you know, f- being familiar with the instrument and how to get some things out of it, you'd think that there's somehow going to be a shortcut to like cracking some code so you can just kind of, I'm just going to take this really fast, flat bicking fiddle tune and put it into my playing. Just, I just got to find out the secret code and there is none. Right. I mean, you and I, we talked about like, we, you know, when we were into bluegrass or whatnot, finding the YouTube videos with the killer bluegrass people and just yeah. looking at that and I'm like, how do I crack this code? I can play this. Yeah, instrument, we can do this and it's not there yeah. and and this last bit of guitar like hunkered down that I did on the, the flat tap one thing that was kind of revealing to me is I've just been saying alright I want to really get a better flat picking style so cool. I'm going to start and I'm going to do these things that are uncomfortable for me That I can't do them very fluid fast uh-huh. and I'm just going to work on those and after about three weeks I can finally see that it's a little bit easier to do so there is no way to get around <laughs> that you just have to do that and it's really it, it, but it's really satisfying to, to spend that much time with it and now pick it up and go, I can do this r- three weeks later. I can do this pretty easily and yeah. naturally. And before it was really awkward and I, you know, it's going a certain direction. You know, it, maybe it's during a certain run, there's one part of the run that, you know, my poor habit, like, you know, flat picking technique yeah. um, gets stepped up. And now after three weeks, I can go through that part no problem. And yeah. that's very satisfying. And I imagine, I mean, we're kind of focusing on bluegrass. And I'm only focusing on that simply because it's got such a, distinct flat picking style. yeah, And that's what attracts me to the acoustic guitar the most is like flat picking, yeah. you know, chords and playing runs inside while you're playing the chords and things like that. Yeah, that's, uh, You mentioned that you're into finger style. That's kind of your thing. Yeah, that you've been into.
0: I love that stuff. Or talk
1: about that. Didn't you just say that you were taking a class yeah. or something? Well,
0: I took a workshop, a one day workshop with a guy because I, yeah, I love like Chet Atkins and Jerry Reed and Doc Watson and those guys that could play finger style uh-huh. amazingly and like you're saying i mean i always we i am i've been playing a long time as long as you have and i've i've gotten a set of chops uh, as a result of my playing but then you know you listen to these guys and go okay you know i that's doable maybe i mean it, <laughs> and then you try it and you're like shit yeah. no it's like this is going to take me a long time and so that's my frustration is i played such a long time and i can do all this other shit But I don't have the patience to like do the diligent where like you're saying, like just I got to just hunker down and there's no shortcut. I just got to practice and focus on it and do it in a start in a remedial way because it's I don't play that way. So. But yeah. So and again, like like we were talking about before about different ways to inspire ourselves as players. You know, we talked about other things in the past, but in terms of acoustic, that's something that one of the times I really enjoyed was when you and I was going down that rabbit hole of uh Bluegrass, you the Bluegrass
1: know. Odyssey, yeah, of and twenty sixteen,
0: yeah, because I, saw, yeah, I, <laughs> I was working on my, I forget what song it was, remember, and I was, I was telling you, oh yeah, I got, it. I finally got that run remember and I played for you before yes breakfast. yes that's the one and I was driving everybody around me crazy that's the because
1: the stairway to heaven of blue exactly that's you never played that, everybody that song has to... everybody has everybody played that when they busted it out yeah it's it hilarious smells like teen spirit exactly
0: yeah. and yeah my wife was like oh my god you've been playing that because it's the same run I was trying to get over <laughs> and over and over again but that's what you got to do in order to do it right with the cadence of and the up and down picking and stuff but um so you're right it's it that's the kind of thing I need to stick with is like I got to get to the point where okay I've done it a lot enough time where now I can start to see a little improvement and then that's the inspiration to go okay cool I'm going to keep going down this road and it was cool when you were telling me that about your latest endeavor with the acoustic and you just said I'm going to hunker down and get this up down picking down because and I know there's no shortcut but I'm just going to stick with it until and sure enough you saw a little improvement and that's probably cool and you're like yeah I'll stick with it a little longer
1: no I definitely I want to I want to bring that in because like I said for years I mean my bands I mean I have things that we've played and and recorded and whatnot and if you listen to it it's like wow that's some really fast alternate picking but it's not really a hundred percent alternate there's you know there's some and i and i guess some players like that you know i'm down the line once i get the the straight up alternate playing down i may you know add more of my messed up style to it just to make it you know my own or whatever but you know initially i want to be able to do runs super fluid you know with the um, classic flat picking, alternate picking, so that's what I'm working on for that. Yeah, now.
0: But. and and like you're saying, the cool part is I think eventually, because I think you and I both come from the same place. It's like we just want to improve as a as a as an instrumentalist, right? So that we can be a more well-rounded player, and that's what I that's what I like to do. Is like it's not necessarily that I'm going to become a great bluegrass player right. or no, jazz I mean- player. It's just that, like you're saying, I'm going to roll this stuff into my, what I do. And it'll hopefully make me a little more unique as a player. And also it'll just give me a larger vocabulary, maybe, you know, when I'm playing and stuff. And also just more dexterity. Like you're saying, you know, if if we get the up-down picking really, really down. But, I mean, we may, over time, it may just morph into our own thing. Yeah, well, another, that's, what I'm, that's what yeah, I'm looking for. Yeah.
1: And that so that's one aspect of, like, jumping over to acoustic guitar mm-hmm. to kind of just, like, light a fire or stimulate some, some area of your inner guitar player. But it's, it's funny because in the past, acoustic guitar played a more day-to-day, had a more day-to-day use in my everyday life yeah. because I, was, I, I used to write a lot of songs back in the back in the day. Uh-huh. So it was always out. And that was kind of its sole purpose, was just to pick it up and get songs out of it. Yeah. You know? And that hasn't been the case for a, a lot of years. I mean, I've been writing all my songs for the last five years on electric guitar. That's interesting. I can see that from spending this much time with it, that that's still in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And once maybe once I get myself through this little, uh, you know, working on technique odyssey, I might start doing that again, like just looking for songs in there, because it's, it's definitely, I can see that it's a it's kind of a richer experience uh-huh. writing because it's more self-contained when you right. write a song on acoustic guitar because it's it's there on electric yeah. guitar you can figure it out and you know maybe quickly demo it but um, on the acoustic guitar it's great because it's like you know it's it's more self-contained and you get a bigger picture of what you got. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking to go back to that. And there's that saying that I, I was thinking about the other day which is funny because the saying is true but just like anything else in life, it's not—it's not a hundred percent true. It's that if you can, can't play a song on an acoustic guitar and, it, and it have it stand up, uh-huh. it's not a very good song, or it's yeah. not a good song. Or, yeah, and it's like that's fine for a lot of stuff, and I would tend to agree with that. But what does that say about bands like Craftwork, right. Like <laughs> right? Where guitar isn't like an element in that music? It's like it's so yeah. it's true with a grain of salt, I guess. Well, I, yeah. it's a good thing to think about. And what I was getting at with that is that's a good thing to take with you when you're like working out songs like Uh does this work if something doesn't work I mean because I definitely have songs that I for me I don't think they work very well solely on acoustic but Uh then they probably would if I spent some time figuring out how to get them into that format you know just trying to ape the electric version might not sound that great yeah you know taking it down um, might so,
0: yeah. And I've heard that kind of, uh, I don't know, a, par- a paraphrased version of what you're talking about. I think, um, yeah, but but a- another thing that came to my mind when you were talking is, um, aside from like the the strings and uh, and the, the way you you know you don't bend as much, it's just the sound of the acoustic guitar yep. is inspirational, right? Like you're, sa- I guess, you like just what you were saying, it's like you play a, a an electric and you can either plug it in and that gets a certain sound. But a lot of time around the house, I just plunk on the electric unplugged uh-huh. and it's just, you know, it's, you can hear it, but it's, and then you pick up your acoustic and you're like, oh man, that sounds so cool. It's, you know, it's like playing a piano, you know, right. you get this acoustic sound that's beautiful and it's
1: All these overtones. Inspiring.
0: And, yeah. yeah. And so that, for me, that's one of the inspirational parts of busting out my acoustic is just reminding myself how cool the acoustic guitar sounds. Oh yeah, you know, and you're like, damn, like you're saying open chords and stuff like that, and it's like, oh yeah, okay, this is cool. I now I know why I have an acoustic guitar.
1: It's like a headspace. I mean, you find yourself yeah. wanting to watch Ken Burns documentaries,
0: <laughs> exactly, and, like, and Martin the, documentaries the War, on yes, the Civil just War. to
1: hear the fiddles. But no, and the other aspect of playing guitar, acoustic guitar, and being in that um, that realm is. Kind of like the stuff that goes along with it that may not be that fun, but you have to deal with. If you're going to take the acoustic guitar out of your living room or bedroom, uh-huh. at some point you're going to have to figure out how to make it louder. Or if you want to play oh, in a right. band, which yeah. I do, um, yeah. is and that's like that's a rabbit hole that I don't didn't want to go down, but you had to. And you yeah. go down. because for me, and tell me if you agree with this: is anytime you decide to amplify. Your Acoustic instrument, it's just what sort of compromise do I want to make? Totally, it's like, you know, there's a lot of people who will talk about well, this you know, under the saddle pickup makes my guitar sound like my guitar only louder, and I don't think that's true for no. anything. I mean, it can make it sound good and it can be the acceptable way, yeah. way that you want to amplify your guitar, but even if you think about it, the closest you can get to making your acoustic so- guitar sound like an acoustic guitar only louder is to put a mic in yeah, front of it, but was... even that. I mean, if you take some of the greatest sounding acoustic guitars ever recorded, what you're hearing is some of the sweetness from the microphone that was used. Yeah. So it's like everything adds a little bit. So what I had to do when I went through coming up with a way to get my acoustic guitar Uh louder Uh on stage is I looked at, you know, there's like the K&K pickup system, which everybody raves about for. Um, you know, re- retaining acoustic qualities, which it does really well. Uh-huh. But I, I didn't want to do that because I don't want to stick anything inside this guitar, yeah, and I don't want to. I don't think I don't want to put a hole in the end pin. It's this is a very minor thing, and it's not because I'm worried about you know m- putting uh, you know a bigger hole in my guitar. I mean, I've, I've got dents on there. I, uh-huh. I want this guitar to get played, but there's something about this guitar that I just want to leave it 100% acoustic instrument. Yep. and find some way. To make it louder, that doesn't involve modifying that. Yeah, and what I came up with is um, I have a, I went up with a sound hole pickup, and when you're talking about like making compromises when coming up with amplifying an acoustic instrument, uh-huh. the magnetic sound hole pickup, its thing is it's kind of clangy and it sounds electric. It doesn't sound that acoustic, but one of my favorite amplified acoustic sounds ever. Is the old um, the sunrise pickup system, yeah. which a lot of players like. I mean, let's see, Richard Thompson, Emmylou Harris, yeah. Lyle, Love it, and a million other people. Like back in the day, that's what they went with. It was a really good, solid system, but it doesn't sound like their acoustic guitar only louder. It has its own sound. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah. It's a little electric, but it definitely has that sound, and it fits in that style of music really well. Yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to do as my bass sound. So I found this pickup here, which uh-huh. is a Demarzio Angel is is what it's called. And it's supposedly, it sounds very much like a sunrise. They're kind of in the same ballpark. Uh And I would tend to agree with that. I haven't spent a lot of time playing sunrises, Uh but I have heard them. And this has that same kind of electric sweetness that I like.
0: That's cool.
1: So I'm pretty happy with that into, believe it or not, into a a tube amp. I mean, I get a sound that I can deal with and I'm, I'm ready to let go that, you know... When I go live, my guitar isn't going to sound like my guitar, but it sounds good, and it sounds rootsy, and it's a sound that I can deal with. And even in a band setting where you need to get louder, it's not going to feed back, and that's That's something that you have to deal with. But one last thing on this pickup is Uh a lot of people will use this DiMarzio Angel as one part of a two-part system ah. so they'll use this and, and a some saddle sort of thing or however you say oh, that piezio yeah something I, like I that. never know how to say that Pisano. so and I can see that being really good for that yeah so that's you know w- what do you think about what did you do when you came to that portion well of the see again I'm
0: lazy and I'm silly like I bought that um, J180, that is a really cool guitar. Yes, it and is. it just came with an undersaddle. saddle. Um, yeah. I think it's a bag, LR bags or something like right. that. And it sounds okay. It but does.
1: I've heard that. It sounds yeah, really good.
0: But I, you may re- make a great point. It's like your, your acoustic guitar is never just going to sound like your acoustic guitar, only louder. It's right. always the compromise is it's going to be altered. And it's going to be, the sound is going to be altered some way. Um, but I do agree. Like I've seen. Recordings or video of people where their acoustic was just mic'd, and there have been two mics on it, right? Like right. a mic near the neck and a mic a little away from the sound hole, and it sounds freaking amazing. No, it really does. So, but uh, to your point, I've also heard great sounding acoustics um, with, you know, the sunrise pickups in the sound hole, or just those sound hole pickups that are that cover the sound hole. I don't know i've seen those Oh, those, two. Are,
1: those might you might be thinking of feedback stuff. yeah oh, oh things. right 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 but the k and k's have a really good have a really good acoustic sound but then again you have you're dealing with feedback and i still even in the k and k i hear some of that like that quackiness yeah. it's just there and it doesn't really i mean it sounds more like an acoustic a generic acoustic guitar yeah but um i i actually kind of like this yeah pickups a little bit better and I would love to be able to do a, you know, just do a mic, but yeah. you can't. I it's mean, if you're hard. playing like, you know, these quality theaters yeah. where you have like a great sound <laughs> person great venues, and everything yeah. set up, but you know, you're playing like some, you know, drunky club, you know, that's another reason why I decided to go with the soundhole pickup. It's like the most, you know, foolproof. Yeah, and, and that's it,
0: another thing too is what's going to be the most functional for my, and realistic for my right. situation. Yeah. yeah.
1: And also, if you are you playing acoustic guitar in a band where there's other instruments, and you just really need like kind of the the percussive like you know clang of the top strings to yeah. come out, um, yep. you might not you might not need as much. There's going to be other things filling in the audio spectrum. Or are you doing like solo acoustic, where yeah. it's you just you and your voice, or you and a voice and maybe a, a one other player? That's where you're going to need something that's more, you know. Acoustic. Yeah. That's the thing about those. You know, even the the K and Ks to me is they the mid range is what I mean. They accent the high and uh-huh. the bass so much that. Um, and I play a, a Martin D eighteen, and one of the it's reasons I got guitar. that is because. I love the mid-range yeah. uh, on that. You Instagram. and I are both mid-range guys, I think. And um, the, the uh, That's one thing that the magnetic pickup has. It does the mid-range really well. The high end is where it runs into trouble. That's uh, the one that starts to sound like that. Oh, that's a magnetic p- yeah. pickup. So if you had a second source, like either a mic or you know maybe like an under the saddle or something uh-huh. like that, you would probably get a really... Good sound. Yeah. I'm thinking, but
0: and uh, yeah, it, it is. I, I, I've that's another thing I've been meaning to do. I put I put it on the list. Is do more research about acoustic sounds and stuff like that because it is important to me. I've seen so many bad acoustic sounds too yeah. live that we all have. Right? It just sounds like this. You know, almost on the verge of feedback, and it's just it doesn't sound full or or yeah. sweet. It just sounds like this, oh, cool. just a terrible sound. Yeah um and that's not inspirational. So and that's and that's what I want to do. I want to get an acoustic sound mic'd or amplified that is uh inspirational, you know, because that's what we're talking about, right? Is how how this playing this key. different instrument is going to inspire you to want to play more of it or or, you know,
1: or just come up with a way to present music that isn't like annoying. That's yeah. why I said yeah. I have the music master bass amp. If I plug I love this, that amp. this guitar into that I can get a sound that I could totally deal with with just That's me and my cool. voice and play dynamically I mean it responds dynamically really well so you know uh, I mean if I think if you strummed it really harshly mm-hmm. you would get a lot of that um yeah. that Magnetic pickup harshness, but if you Uh that guitar is not going to sound good if you play it that way anyway, even unplugged, it's like you know they're dynamic instruments, and like having something that amplifies it that you know kind of captures the dynamic is the important thing, yeah. And whatever you whatever gets you there, I mean, but that's. Like I mentioned, that's a rabbit hole that's no fun because, you know, you get an acoustic guitar. I love this guitar. It sounds so great in my house. It's beautiful. I'm like, all right, what method of fucking it up (laughs) am I going to choose? Yeah,
0: and there's a a shit ton out there that you can do. And there's people
1: that are really happy with their systems. And I bet you a lot of people that have, you know, multiple point systems are probably tend to be happier. That's, yeah. Whatever works, it's like, I'm down for that. But for me... I've just found that so far the magnetic pickup is the way for me to go.
0: Yeah. And just playing acoustically, too. It was so fun when you and I were playing acoustically together, too. Because, it's again, it's different than playing with another electric guitarist. I mean, it's similar and you've got to find ways to play together where you're not stepping over each other. Right. So. But acoustic is still a different animal. And that that's what I appreciated, too, when we were in that in that phase of of our playing is this getting together around the kitchen table and figuring out how we were going to make these two acoustics work together. And we I think we did a pretty good job. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, definitely. It was pretty fun. Um and, and again, I guess a, a side note is just that we got into the mandolin, too, which yeah. is another acoustic instrument, which again is another inspirational thing to do as a guitar player because I'd never played the mandolin, ever, Man. ever, 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 until we, we started going down that rabbit hole, and that was fun, and I got to revisit that because uh, I haven't played that in a while.
1: Yeah, still, and you have that really cool like, yeah, Kalamazoo. Yeah, that is yeah. a cool one. You need to dig that out. Huh? Yep.
0: Yeah. But again, that's that's a cool inspiration because it's, you know, it's strung like a violin and it's so the chord shapes are different. But like oh, yeah, you were saying, once fire. you kind of figure it out and and up and down the neck, you, you can do some pretty cool stuff that that that's an instrument too, I must say, that I, I think doesn't take a, a long time to kinda of at least you know, you can make some sounds Easy on it to that learn, aren't shitty. Impossible you know? to master. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not it. saying you're going to be like, um, yeah. yeah, a virtuoso on it, but you know, it's something you can pick up. And once you get a few chord shapes down, you can go, oh, I and can it's play useful. a couple songs, especially if yeah. you
1: like, if you like to make music and record it at home, it's a nice little voice to have to yeah. put on your little demos. Yeah. And just to add all kinds of like things. So it's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm like someday I'll dig mine out probably soon. You've Cause it's nice acoustic phase is probably going to carry over into other aspects for now. I'm not moving from the, from the, like, <laughs> get all I can camping get from, on the D 18 for yeah, a while, huh? Get all I can get from being like obsessed about that's like a good acoustic place to guitar. Be. Now.
0: Yeah. Cause that's a beautiful guitar and it sounds Thanks. amazing. Yeah. Um And yeah, again, like it's, I guess that's the key is just to surround yourself with different things if you can. And you know, if, if you've been playing something, even if it's one guitar, play a different guitar you know mm-hmm. whether it's acoustic or electric but um I really have found that that is helpful to me as a player once I start cuz I you know I think you and I talked about it too sitting there and playing this you, you just start play uh, automatically and you're going god I'm I'm just doing I just fall into those same things that I always do and so th- that forces me too just to um say okay I'm going to go get that acoustic and and play it and oh yeah sure enough now I have to play differently so
1: I would love to be able to have this one sitting out on a stand or hanging on the wall, but yeah. I've got those two little cats, <laughs> my little monsters, and I know that they would knock it over there. And anytime I have it out, right. they're all over it, like, "What's this?" Let exactly, out, let's, and then they start fighting around it, so that's I have to hilarious. put it away. But um, I try to keep it the case easy, easily accessible. Good. Oh, so and that's the other thing about the acoustic that's so cool. It's you know it's pretty bulky, but it is uh-huh. portable. You can take your entire shit with you. Like, I, you know, I can take this whole thing and make songs. Exactly. And deliver them, you know, with me if I, I mean, if I'm traveling, especially if you're traveling by car or something because, you know, just throw it, throw it in the trunk and when you show up, you have an entire, like, self-contained unit for creating and deploying music.
0: Now, didn't you have a Fishman amp too, or...
1: Oh, very briefly, I okay. had one of those Fishman Loud boxes. Yeah. And it was cool. It was the smallest one. And I found its deal was it sounded great uh-huh. you know, around the house, uh-huh. but um, it couldn't hang with a drummer. Uh, I mean, it. I couldn't get it with either the magnetic pickup or any other like systems I tried with the mandolin and all that other stuff. It got just, it. As soon as you bring a drummer in, it just doesn't have enough oomph. And what I found uh-huh. just very recently is that I very much more prefer the sound of the music master bass, oh, cool. app, which is really weird because it's it just, is it's you know it's not like voiced at all for the acoustic guitar but what this pickup does and how the you know, i mean tubes always sound nice and yeah. warm so i think it's that combined with you know the pickup that just makes it it gives it a really good sound it reminds me of the old that's so cool
0: sound. because that amp you and i both love that amp um and I guess it's it's another testament to how versatile it is that little amp that mm. you can play an acoustic through it pleasingly, and then also an electric.
1: Also, I mean, I just did that in my you know in my kitchen, uh-huh. which is a, I have a big kitchen, uh-huh. so and it sounded great. And I'm nice. like, I'm definitely going to be. And I, if that works out, I love the idea of carrying my guitar and that. Oh, I should yeah. add though, I did use a DI up that um, Bags para DI with oh, okay. it, and I did do a little bit of EQ and I kind of scooped some of the mids out. Oh, that's cool. But um, it sounded it's it's kind of shocked me at how much That's I like awesome. the sound of that. It's like, I, I think if I took that and like I said, one microphone like on yeah. the instrument, like, you know, if it was a small club and they were put set up for that, one microphone in front uh-huh. of the guitar, maybe dialed way back just to catch a little bit of the high strings uh-huh. to make them sound more realistic, it would be, it'd be killer. Yeah. Also,
0: just you and I are rabbit holers in terms of YouTube videos and stuff like that. I always like to watch acoustic players and bluegrass players and because again that helps you know turn me on to like different styles or picking styles that I can try to go and then also like you say I think something for me that I got to really get over is is just thinking that I can shortcut to where I want to be that's not gonna you can't do it you gotta just you gotta just um yeah put in the the work
1: I mean you have to watch those videos and get inspired and yeah and not quit yeah (laughs) because it's like even and in, in some of the people that are like you know years and years and years younger that are already there yeah and also like shifting your goals to be more realistic like i never i mean i love bluegrass music but i don't have any interest in you know winning a bluegrass championship <laughs> or or any kind of like sporty element to it it's yeah. just like bluegrass has really cool sounding instruments and they they play cool music and there's some things within that music that i could find use for yeah. and things that I can do that and that are in within my reach. That's yeah. I'm looking.
0: And that's the cool thing. Like you were saying about Clarence White is he, he totally, his style is, is unique and he's rolled all that, these different things into his style, like bluegrass right. and rock and all this other stuff. So yeah, that's a good example of kind of what you're talking about uh, in terms of, you know, I'm not going to win a blue ribbon at the fricking County fair for no. bluegrass music, but maybe I can, roll this stuff into my style and make it And that goes for
1: anything, like jazz, you know? Yeah. If you want to learn jazz chords or something like that and stick them in your song or whatever, it's cool. Just grab it and go. Grab and go. Be a progger. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Speaking of that, uh, a little tangent, uh, side note. As I I was watching a cool video of Steve Howe back doing uh, Mood for a Day, that acoustic thing. I'll remember that song no, yeah. I don't think so but he but the cool thing about him is even like we're talking about styles and about you know proper playing he just used the old claw three or you know to
1: oh so this is a finger picking yeah yeah.
0: yeah but it, it, yeah, because I, th- I I listened to it and I'm like oh he must be playing but he's not playing proper at all and but I he's playing on he this cool shit up and like, a classic yes, guitar a cape a cape <laughs> <laughs> no but it was I was kind of pleasantly surprised to see that he was just hacking this cool. kind of style but it sounds beautiful you know so it's again well, that's it's the like, thing
1: What if you can get you to, find a way if to you can it. get to a point of what you. What you make sounds cool. Who cares? But exactly. when it comes to alternate picking, at least for me, yeah. it's like I gotta, I gotta be able to do that. I Even know. if I end up undoing it and coming up with something messed up, yeah. And it's kind of like Clarence White, you know, right. he, he was in the Kentucky Colonels that could play really good traditional bluegrass, and then he got in the birds, and he's like, I got some stuff from <laughs> left over from this. You guys mind if I use this shit? Yeah, and he made really cool stuff. So yeah, that's what I am looking for.
0: I like it. I like it. Yeah, and I think that's ultimately what I am looking for is to roll stuff into my style and. Just become a better player, you know. Yeah. Well that you know, and that's not so bad. No. Right? There's worse things. There's nothing in the wrong world. with that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this has been another episode that hopefully you've enjoyed. Uh Chris and Rick talk guitars. Um, you know, check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all that jazz and uh support us, man. We love doing this and we love well, we hope you're listening. Somebody out there. What I, do you think, Chris? I, I think there's somebody out there listening. You think so?
1: A couple Good. people? And thank you. And if thanks so if much you if, you if you are, are listening,
0: yeah, <laughs> for putting up with this. Anyway, until next time. Adios. Bye.